want to welcome you to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We're in a series dealing with business. We've covered a lot of topics and have a, quite a few yet to cover, so I believe we need to get the direction from the Lord as we get into this. You know, this particular episode is entitled, Seven Steps to Increase Your Business. I believe that this episode could change the level of your business success. Let me show you why some businesses are more successful than others. We will answer the questions of what causes a business to prosper. But before we do that, we need to pray. So let's invite the Holy Spirit in to take control of this podcast. Heavenly Father, I thank you once again for who you are, for your word, for your instructions, your guidance, and your directions. I pray now that you would bless and anoint this podcast, and I invite the Holy Spirit in now to take total, complete control. I ask the Holy Spirit to touch those who are listening in, to receive what they need, and to help me as I present this, that you would bless it and direct it. And as we read the Word of God, I pray that that the understanding we have of your Word, Lord, will, will expand our relationship with you, increase our understanding of what that Word means. I pray that you would magnify in our hearts and our minds what your Word does to increase things that we need in our life. I'll thank you for what's going to take place. I believe this is going to be an exciting time, and I give you praise for what's about to happen. For I ask these things now in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Today we're going to try to help people understand how you can have increase in your business. Now, increase means maybe sales. Maybe it means productivity. Maybe it means just simply making a greater impact in your community. But whatever it is you're looking for, increase in your business. I believe the Lord has given me something that should be a blessing to you. Now, as a banker, I did business with hundreds and hundreds of business owners. Most of them knew their product or their service. They understood what they sold and they usually had a very good working knowledge of their product or their service. They could talk about it comfortably to anyone. However, when it came to selling their product or their service, they struggled. Then there were some businesses, some owners, I should say, that had a gift of selling. They knew what their company was selling, and they knew how to sell it. I believe some of these people could sell ice to people who lived in the North Pole. They could sell almost anything to almost anyone. What did they have that their competition did not have? Where did they learn how to sell? Who taught them? And the biggest question is, can anyone learn to sell? Can anyone learn to be a salesperson? Well, I believe that the answer to that is yes. And I believe as a follower of Jesus Christ, we can find any gift that we need from God's Word. So that's what we're going to do today. A little bit of that is to talk about how God's Word will help us to increase our business and help us to be better salespeople and help us to do things that will bless the business that we're either getting into or have been operating in for maybe some time. Now, first of all, does God really want to bless us? Well, the answer to that, of course, is yes. And in James chapter 1 and verse 17, there's just a few words here, but they're very powerful in understanding that God can place in us a talent or a gift, and he wants to do something good for us. Verse 17 says in James chapter 1 in the New Living Translation, whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts the shifting saddle. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Now, if we're his prized possession, he wants to pour something into us. And if we lack the ability to sail, I believe God can help us with that. I know we can get the training and the teaching that we need, and we can see how God's word will encourage us and strengthen us to move forward to receive what we need to increase 
our business. Now, some of you might be saying, well, you know, that's nice, Pastor, that he loves us and we're his prized possession, but does he really give us gifts? Well, let's move over to 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 10, and let's read this scripture found in the New Living Translation. I'm reading from verse number 10. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Let's, let's read verse 11. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God applies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Now this is just one little example of how God wants to give gifts to his people who need these gifts to operate in their calling and their purpose for their life. So let's just move forward now and believe that God's going to show us more as we'll go shortly into the steps to increase our business. You know, when I was a banker, I was taught how to sell the services that we offered. I didn't like it. I didn't want to do it. I wasn't particularly excited about it, but I knew that was part of the job that I had to do. I liked training people. I liked working with the other employees. I liked researching the standard procedures manual and understand and get the answers that we needed to the questions that our customers had. That stuff I liked. It was more behind the scenes, but I had to sell. I had to learn how to sell. Prior to being a banker, I never wanted to work in sales of any type whatsoever. I avoided any type of work. That required me to work with customers and sell them something. But the training I received from the bank helped me to be comfortable with sales. Please forgive the personal reference now, but by the end of my 15 years in banking, I became the number one sales manager in the state of Arizona. My last position with the bank was to be the sales director over 163 branch offices. Now, my wife and I went on free vacations because of sales competitions that they had at the bank. And the Lord seemed to bless me and always gave me favor with people. And every time they had a contest, the Lord helped me to be the one who won the prize. Now, I believe my sales success was a gift from God. It was interesting that the bank taught me and they trained me, but I really did not feel that I was a comp- confident salesperson until I received my confidence from reading God's word and getting instructions from the Holy Spirit. You see, the bank could teach me and help me, but they couldn't give me favor with people. The Holy Spirit could give me favor with people because God's word says that we can receive a favor from God and favor with others. God deserves the credit for me becoming a successful person in sales. Before I became a Christian, I was not very successful in my banking career. But after receiving Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, everything in my life changed. The Lord gave me favor with people, with others, with businesses, with old people, young people, successful people, not so successful people, but he continued to give me favor. The Lord opened up the right doors and closed the wrong doors. Now, if God could bless me, He can and will bless you in your business. If you need help to increase your business, look to God's word for help. So why don't we do that right now and look at some scriptures that will give us help and direction to increase our business. The first sales training item I have for you is found in Psalm chapter 5 and verse 12 in the New Living Translation. Listen to this. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. You see, if we are serving God and we show God that we're going to be faithful to him, then he's going to surround us with blessings. I believe he surrounded me with favor for other people and he showed me that I could explain to people the need that they have would be fulfilled if they took the services that we provided at our bank. Here's another sales training technique found in Psalm chapter 90 and verse 17. And may the Lord our God show us his approval and make make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. Now, the bank cannot make my efforts successful, but 
God can, and he did. And in your business, you know, there's one true way that you can be blessed and be successful, and that is to seek God, follow his will, follow his direction, and know that he's the one that is the source of all your good and perfect gifts that come from heaven. They come from him. And so then understand that when you move forward, that we've got to stay close to God. You know, I want to stay close to the person who's blessing me. I want to stay close to the person who's helping me. I want to stay close to a person who's training me. I want to stay close to people who can can give me advice and direction and guidance. Well, that's what God does. And we get that guidance and direction by prayer and getting into his word and reading these words and make them part of our life. And you watch. You just wait and see. God will show you how to increase your sales and increase your business. Here's another quick little training session found in Psalm chapter 84, verse 11 and 12 in the New Living Translation. For the Lord God is our sun and our shield. Okay, He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. Verse 12, O Lord of heaven's armies, what joy for those who trust in you. We've got to put our trust in God to see our business increase. We've got to understand that God is our source. He is our sun. It means he lights up our life. He gives us strength. We can live under the power of his glory and his grace. He gives grace and glory, it says to us, and he won't withhold any good thing from us if we do what is right. So if you want to learn how to increase your business, let's just do right. Get close to God. Stay close to God. Read his word. Put these things into our life. And I think it's a process of understanding that these thoughts and these ideas get into our life. It gives us confidence. It gives us not confidence in ourselves or in our business, but in God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything we can imagine or even think. And that's according to the power that's already inside of us. You know, I can tell I'm getting excited about this podcast today. Now, I promised you in this particular podcast that I would give you seven steps. So here are the seven steps to increase your business sales. I've already given you enough scripture to help you along, but let's do some other things that are maybe more on a day-to-day basis that we can look at here that would be a help to us. Here's step number one, learn to be a great communicator. That's something that is just crucial in order to have a successful business. We need to know how to communicate what we have, what our sales are, why the price is correct, what our sale will do for someone else when they buy something from us, or either our product or our service. You know, when you think about it, God is the great communicator. The Holy Spirit is the great communicator. Jesus is the great communicator. Who else in the world has ever lived for in ministry and active for only three years that he was actually totally involved in his ministry, traveled only a hundred miles from where he was born, and yet has impacted the world for the last 2,000 years. No one but Jesus. That is where our source for communication comes from. You see, when we read God's word, we understand that, that he wants to bless us. He wants us to be a good communicator. Why does he want us to be a good communicator? Well, I'm glad you asked that question, because God wants us to have the gift of communication so that we can talk to people about Jesus Christ. He's given us a testimony. He's given us a great gift, which is the gift of the Holy Spirit. He wants us to be able to communicate that to other people. So he wants to give us the gift of communication so that we can bless others. We need to listen to the scriptures that I've given you and read them over again and put them in your heart and in your mind and and get a little three by five card and write these short little brief scriptures down and claim the promises of God. You know, I do that with my healing. To this day, every day I read four scriptures that is the promise of God for my healing because I've been healed of so many diseases and things that were terminal that there was no hope for and God has brought me through every time, but I want to give him glory and credit every day. So I read those scriptures out loud, you know, to myself, of course, but you know, when I do my devotional 
Bible reading and study time each day just for a few minutes, but I make sure I include those scriptures, and you should include scriptures in your daily walk with God and your daily time in your business and claim the promises of God as you go through each and every day. All right, let's move on to step number two now. Believe that the source of your success will always come from God and that luck has nothing to do with it. Christians live under grace, not luck. You know, it really bothers me when I hear Christians tell me that they were lucky about this or lucky about that. And it's just really something that's alive from the bit of hell. This devil wants us to think that it's luck because then God doesn't get the glory, doesn't get the credit for it. And he wants us to think that it's just by chance or by luck or by some happening or some coincidence or something that took place that we received something good in our life. But luck, once again, has nothing to do with Christians. So believe that God is our source for our success and any success that we have will always come from our God. Number three, this is kind of a follow-up. Number two, success is not a coincidence or a break. Coincidence is just another word for luck. Success comes from God. Anything else will not last. Anything else that comes into our life that's not from God will generally not have an elastic, a lasting effect on our life. Now let's move on to number four. Learn to become a good listener to the needs of your customers and your clients. Now as a pastor, I offered biblical-based counsel to thousands of individuals in the areas of marriage, parenting, business, health issues, and on and on. I soon discovered that the more I listened to these people, the more I could help them. You know, I would sit down sometimes in a marital counseling session and I'd get the Bible out and I'd give the biblical references to marriage and I would start it off with prayer. And then I would ask a question like, where are you here or what brings you here? And I would do my best in a one hour session to listen to about 45 minutes of what they had to say first before I could respond. Because we really don't know how to respond until we listen to the request or the need that people have. So in your business, become a good listener. One who wants to understand, that is, what our customer needs, what they're looking for. And if we can stop talking and do more listening, we're going we're gonna to be successful. Even greater success will come on our businesses if we can do that. Because I discovered that, that I had greater success in my counsel sessions as long as I was a good listener. Now, it is the same in business to become a good listener. When we listen to our customers, we discover their needs, their desires, and they discover that we care about their need. You see, that is crucial to be a good listener. You're sitting listening to your customer. They really know that you really care and want to know what their need is. And then they're hoping that you'll have a solution for their need. But if you interrupt them and constantly feel like you've got to say something or you need to make a point or something, or you've got to interject some thought, and you do that in a a way that makes them feel that what they're saying is not important, you're not going to have a good connection with them and you're not going to make that sell. So I pray that we all understand to be good listeners. God's Word points out some of these things, and let's let's read a scripture, I think, that'll kind of give us a little more clarification on this. Scripture is found in James chapter 1, verse 19, the New Living Translation. Listen to these words based on what I was talking about being a good listener. It says here, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. There it is, There's advice. That's direction. That applies directly to any kind of communication that we're going to have with other people, whether it's in business or in our family, our home, our marriage, our our kids, anything that we do in life, we need to be a good listener. So be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. So let's now move on to number five here. As you talk to others, focus your attention on them. Look into their eyes directly. 
Now, looking into the eyes shows them that you are interested in their need. Don't let other activities around you rob your customers of your attention. Let me give you an example of that. When my wife and I, we talk, I always try very hard to look directly into her eyes. Even if maybe it's a sad discussion, maybe someone is sick or we need to pray for someone or there's been something happened to a friend or a relative that we're just concerned about. I always want to be sure and look into her eyes because that shows her that I really care and I'm listening to what she's talking about. That is when she knows that I really do care. You see, in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 22, it says this, The eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. When we look into someone's eyes, now I know you got to be a little careful. There's kind of an old joke is, and that is look into someone's eyes and try not to get emotionally involved. I used to, they taught us that in the bank. Now that has nothing to do with this podcast and I'm not sure I know why I even brought it up, but nonetheless, it's kind of, kind of funny when you think about it, but God directs our attention to the eye. It's the lamp of the body, it says. So then if your eye is clear, all right, your whole body will be full of light. So when we look into someone's eyes and we're trying to communicate with them on a business reference now, not an emotional one, but on a business reference, they know that you care. They know that you're concerned and that you're listening. You know, as a pastor, that's something that the Lord taught me very early. My wife and I pastored a church in North Scottsdale for 20 years. Prior to that, we taught Bible studies and classes in large, with large groups in our church for 20 years prior to that. So we've had a lot of years of meeting with people and teaching people. And I found out if I could get eye connection with people, even in a large group, there was some kind of connection that took place. I'd be looking across the room, maybe when I was preaching, there'd be six, 800 people in our auditorium. And I would look out there and if I could get eye connection with someone, you could tell that we something happened. There was something that took place because they know that I care and I know that they're listening. So when I was a pastor, one of the challenges of eye-to-eye contact was when service was over, I'd go to the door to shake a lot of hands, as many as I possibly could, and thank people for coming and, and just tell, talk to them, make myself available to them and it's in case they had a question or a thought or something. And I found out one of the hardest things to do was when there was a lot of people around, there would be people right in front of me and I'd be looking in their eyes and talking to them and visiting with them and there'd be people behind them kind of waving or want to be seen or want to pat me on the shoulder to distract me from the attention I was giving this person. But I tried very hard to give attention to that person that was right in front of me so that they knew that I really cared. If it works that way in church, it'll work that way in your business. I believe that we need to learn how to look into people's eyes and show them that your attention is directed to them and you're trying to find out what their need is and you want to listen to what they have to say and you believe what they have to say is very important and you'll make a connection with that potential customer. Okay, move on to number six now. Ask your client or your customer lots of questions. It shows that you care. Show them how your product or service will answer their questions. I have another scripture. I'm sure you figured I had one that would apply to that particular item. Before I read the scripture, let me restate number six. Ask your client or your customer lots of questions because it shows that you care. Now here's Proverbs 11, chapter 11, that is verse 25, New Living Translation. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. You see, when we're communicating with someone, when we're looking them in the eyes, when we're talking to them, when we're asking questions of them, we basically are refreshing ourselves and they're being refreshed. And when they ask us questions, then we're being refreshed and they get refreshed. It's something that communicates back and forth to us. So remember, asking questions is a way to show that you care and also a way to show that you're refreshing them and then you in turn will be 
refreshed in your conversation. And now finally, step number seven. It says this. Here's what I wrote down. Smile. Talk about things that make you smile. Find ways to laugh and make it real, not phony fake laughing or fake smiles, but show that you, you care, that you're letting them know that you're, you're happy, you enjoy what you're doing, and you're happy to be with them. So we smile at these potential customers, existing customers or new customers, and we talk about things that make us smile and make us happy. We're not putting on a smile, but it's a real genuine smile. By smiling, you're showing that you have joy in what you do, you're happy with what you do, and you're confident in what you are selling. And that will become evident to them and will be a blessing to them. So before I close out this podcast, I got a couple more scriptures I want to read to you that will kind of solidify some of the things that I've been talking about here in all these steps. Proverbs 17, that's chapter 17, verse 22. A cheerful heart is good medicine but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. So when you have a customer, smile at them. It's a cheerful heart and it's good medicine for you and for them. You know, when I think of joy and smiling and being happy, it reminds me of what Jesus had to say in John chapter 15 and verse 11. Listen to the words of Jesus. He says, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. You see, we're believers. We're followers of Jesus Christ. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So we've got to understand that that joy is in us. It needs to come out of us and be a part of other people's lives and show that joy to others. And when you do that, they'll be drawn to you. And I believe it will bless you in your life, in your home, in your family, in your business, and everything that you do. You know, when I talk about things like being happy at business and communicating with people and the joy of the Lord is our strength and all those things, it just tells me that what I'm doing, I'm loving. I'm really happy about it. I'm so happy to be a part of this podcast and I'm so happy that you're listening in and I can share these things with you. They're directly out of the Word of God and they'll help us. Before we wrap up this podcast, I want to read something in Romans chapter 14 and verse 17. We're talking about business and why we have a business and that we're trying to increase it and trying to get things to grow. And look what the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 14, verse 17 in the New Living Translation. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, I could add in there, or our business, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, and it says, verse 18, if you serve God with this attitude, you will please God and others will approve of you too. You want to have a successful business? Make God happy. And God will then bless us and then people will see that blessing in our life and they'll want to do something with us in business with us. Well, I'm going to wrap this up by a very quick, quick summary of those seven steps that I gave you to increase your business. One, communicate to your clients. Two, never say that it's luck. Also remember that success is not a coincidence or a break. We need to be a good listener. We need to have eye-to-eye contact to show that we care. We need to ask customers questions and smile and be a happy person. And when we do that, will be blessed and will be a blessing to those that we're talking to. So in closing, let me just pray for you that God will help you to understand that his word is filled with instructions and directions on how we can operate a business. We don't think sometimes that his word shows that, but it's just filled with it. And as we go through these podcasts, you'll see more and more of these examples of God giving us guidance and direction for our business. Heavenly Father, thank you once again. For those that are listening in, I pray you would bless them. I pray, Father, that your hand would be upon them, that you would give them wisdom, Lord, to run a business or to start a business, Lord, and that they would seek your will. And I thank you, God, for sending the Holy Spirit to guide us through this podcast today, this episode on dealing with how we can grow a business that we have or that we're trying to start. 
I thank you for it. And I pray now blessings would come down upon those who have listened to this and that they'll share what they've learned with others. And Lord, that they'll be good communicators, Father. And they'll be good listeners, Father. And they'll show their business clients and prospects and customers that they care about what their thoughts are. And they'll ask questions and have good answers for them. They'll understand that what they have is going to be a blessing to those that they're doing business with. Bless them now, Father. Prosper them, Father. And I'll thank you and give you the praise for what's going to take place. I believe a change will take place in the attitude of what we have about what we do and how we do it. And we'll give you praise for that now and thank you for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I hope it's helped you. If you would like to learn more about quality Christian living, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there and pull up that front page, you'll see a link on there for podcasts. All you have to do is click that link and it'll take you into the 200 now and 15 podcasts that we have done to date in various topics. We've talked about subjects like faith and the gifts of the Spirit and operating in the Spirit and what miracles are and how to have faith for miracles. We've talked about how to get out of debt, how to understand what generosity is all about. Various topics, I think, that will bless you. So that's what Quality Christian Living is all about. Currently, we're in a series on business. And when I'm done with this, there'll probably be somewhere around 18 to 20 individual podcasts dealing with issues we face in our business and either starting one or continuing to run a business. So those are things I hope will be a blessing to you. In addition to that, on my webpage, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll find a list of some of the books that I've written that uh, basically I believe will be helpful to you if you have an interest in gaining and growing in your faith and to prosper in whatever you put your hands to and to understand the, the things that are important to living a good quality Christian life. And I hope that'll be a blessing to you. And I thank the Lord for once again for you listening into our podcast today. Now, my next podcast is entitled How to Build a Stronger Business. Now, by stronger, I'll explain expand on that when I get into the teaching on it. But what I mean right now on a stronger business is one that is solid financially, that's solid in wisdom and understanding, that operates with integrity, that's honest, a strong business that's fulfilling a need in other people's life and the type of business that God would want us to have. If God had a business that he was running in the marketplace, he'd want it to be a strong business, strong in understanding what God's word has to say, strong in being a fair business owner, person who offers a good product at a fair price and then follows up and makes sure that the relationship that that his customers had with him would be good and healthy. And that is really the backbone of having a stronger business. So I hope that you'll listen to that and let your friends and family members know that we'll be teaching in that particular area. In addition to that, I have new podcast that I'm working on in the area of business. I've got a podcast coming up. I've been praying about it and studying and deciding how I want to present it to you. It has to do with suggestions to get prospects to do business with you. You know, when someone walks into your business or you make a contact with someone, it's one thing to talk about things in general, but we need to make a sale. We need to make a connection. We need to start building a relationship with that person. And I want to do a podcast that'll help us understand that that business should be a long-term thing. We don't want to just have a business where we basically, well, let's take care of this thing. Let's sell this person one 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 item or whatever it might be or help them one area. But we should have a, a plethora of topics to cover. We want to be able to be sure that they come back and that we can 
we'll be able to do business with them for years to come. So I'm working on that, but I believe God's going to use it. When I get into discussing the podcast I mentioned earlier about having a stronger business, the topics we're going to talk about is to set priorities, to build a a strong foundation, and that the strength of our business depends on what it's built on. So these steps, I think, will help us, and I believe they'll be a blessing to you. So I hope that you'll be a part of that, and I want you to be sure and remember to go back and look at some of the other podcasts we've had on business. We're entering close to our 10th podcast on this and have quite a few yet to do. So I just thank you once again for being a part of this podcast and for tuning into Quality Christian Living. So let me just close with this thought. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and may he give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that God will richly bless you. If you're seeking to start a business, I pray that you'll get deeper into his word, be mentored by other people, look at the good and the bad issues of business and make decisions based upon God's word, knowing that this business is God's will for your life and get help from those where who are offering good, solid, scripturally based help for you. If you have an existing business, I believe these teachings would be helpful to you and I believe that there'll be things that will bless you and all that you put your hand to. So once again, thank you for listening in and may God richly bless you.